GG Poker is the biggest online poker site and they have more players than any other on the internet. Why play anywhere else? They have a wide range of games and unique features that you just can't find on any other site. GG Poker run huge tournaments with big prize pools and they hold the record for the biggest ever prize pool on an online poker tournament. There are games for all players at all skill levels, whether you're new to poker or a seasoned pro, including cash games and exciting tournaments like Bounty Hunters and Sunday Majors. GG Poker offer popular games like Texas Hold'em and Omaha to unique games like All In or Fold and Spin and Gold. New players that make their first deposit get £60 in free play, 18+, plus. new UK players only, minimum deposit is £10, full terms and conditions apply, begambleaware.org and please play responsibly. AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients and what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear-headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing a fighting cock for example. One scoop, once a day, before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started. And to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like ease. And the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side by side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. When I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in, and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13-year-old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game. What'd you call me? 
That's when I crack open a Heineken Zero Zero. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids. Heineken Zero Zero. Zero point zero percent alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. It's episode 26, season 6 of the Fighting Cop podcast and today we're joined by Ricky. Yes. How you doing Rick? Very good. All good mate. Of course you are, of course All you good. are. And Ted from, oh no not Ted from EastEnders. <laughs> I can't remember your character's name. I'm so sorry. Johnny. Johnny. Johnny Carr. Johnny Carr. Johnny Carr. Johnny Carr. So uh, Ted, uh, who plays Johnny Carr in EastEnders, I've got to admit, I haven't watched EastEnders in about 16, 17 years. Not since the days of Wilmot Brown. Uh, admittedly, I'm a huge fucking fanboy of EastEnders. So. Yeah, you said you were a little bit nervous earlier, weren't you? I was, yeah. Like ah. When I was coming over the street and like I see you <laughs> ringing... Mm. And I was like, oh, Flav's ringing, and I just rung him, and then I saw Ted appear, and I was like, oh, fucking hell, man, what am I going to do, what am I going to do? <laughs> be cool, Rick, be cool, be cool. <laughs> you love me. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen East Enders, I've heard of oh, it, yeah. yeah, yeah, I've it's heard of it, it's all right. How you doing, Ted? I'm right. very good, very good after yesterday, um, just want to say thanks for having me here, I'm a big, big fan of the show, and oh, um, geez, yeah, mate. no, no, uh, really, really Was you nervous? I was slightly nervous, yeah, because I thought, I thought you'd give me the wrong direction. I thought it was the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, the thing is, is that, but I think most people who say, because a lot of people do say a bit nervous coming on it, but it's about you've got to perform to a certain degree and you've got to talk to the microphone and people listen, which you should be used to, to be I fair. should be, so that puts you under extra pressure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk loads about, well, not loads, but you know, we're going to talk a bit about EastEnders because I'm, I'm interested cool. in now. I've got some questions, sure. um, even sure. though I don't watch it. It's just fascinating, it? Because it's something that's so entrenched in... British culture, yeah, exactly. Definitely. And I'm sure I asked what happened. Weird stuff that's happened yeah, to you, and that, all that kind of be good. Uh, but before we do that, we've got to talk about fucking smashing those cunts at yes. Chelsea, and they oh, what? Mate. What a job we did oh, on them! Oh god, a most amazingly contently beautiful experience at, at, at Tottenham last night. Um, firstly, going to the game, um, walking under the because I sat in the north stand, row one's beautiful yeah. seat. Actually, the passion and atmosphere in the crowd was evident throughout the stadium, so it wasn't the usual problem of sitting in the quiet, quiet kind of north end where it's a little bit. I don't know. What I would say there was a lot of a lot of commentators in the crowd yeah. from where I was sitting. There. there was one guy next to me who's literally commentating on the whole game. Not not like a commentator, but. His thoughts on every single yeah. action that was happening were being vocalised, but they were in a positive way. So it was yeah. kind of, it was kind of, uh, you understand, kind of, it's like an element of catharsis. He's yeah, like, you're with him, yeah, yeah. And he was talking like, so he's talking about Dembele, but he's talking at Dembele <laughs> as if he was next to him. It, it was great. It, like, it's kind of, most people wind me up when I'm, I'm around them for too long. Like little parts of their character usually great on me for some reason. And there was three guys next to me. I, I, they seem like they are absolutely hating every minute. <laughs> the most critical gentleman I've ever experienced. I only kind of uh, speak about football when I'm watching at home and what I want players to do when my missus is there. Mm. So it looks like I actually know what I'm talking about with football. I, d- I don't know. I'm just, I'm just shouting mm. stuff all the time and she, she ain't got a clue. But yeah, but yeah I, when I'm there, I don't like being spoken to during the game yeah of course yeah I just want to enjoy the game 
um, or try and enjoy the game anyway yeah. um, and then kind of have my thoughts to myself and see what's unfolding and stuff like that and not try, try and not be influenced by someone constantly digging out <laughs> someone and then in the end I think oh well they must be shit or like doubting what I'm watching but would it turn around and get, get, get yourself into a bit of trouble yeah exactly yeah. well it's interesting how people uh, kind of view the game as well because he was sort of the way he was commentating about Dembele it was like he was having a stinker but Dembele was fucking brilliant. He was fucking great. He was. Mate, how, would you, how do you think... Uh, you, sit, you sit behind James Moore. I sit beside James or, Moore or 442. Just behind him, which yeah. is always an experience. James is uh, is passionate, to say, to say the least. Is he really? Because yeah. he strikes me as the most reserved just, human being. Uh, gen- I said giant. exactly yeah. the same. Mm. I, I said I couldn't imagine him... S- Saying a swear word, being this calm, measured guy, but apparently not. No, well, he's like no, a fucking the, animal. In the best possible way. So yeah. everyone I've ever sort of taken to, or my brother's taken to, always remember the, the guy in front. I mean, he's, he's witty. He's, he says fun. It, you know, I, I enjoy sitting sitting behind him. As I was saying, earlier, me and me and um, me and James started having a go at. Uh, um, it was Hazard yesterday because we sit quite close, close mm. to the pitch yeah. so having a go at Hazard and we were giving him such an earful so my dad turned to me and thought he'd done something off the ball and he was like what would what, what, he do and yeah. James was like it's, it's, it's Hazard it's just him yeah <laughs> um, so yeah I sit just uh, just behind James and he's always uh, an entertaining um, person to sit with how did you find the game yesterday Jay? I thought it was, it, was, it was sort of strange there was this kind of expectation that we do it and also confidence I mean I felt people everyone seemed sort of confident that we were going to do it mm. um, I and don't know that you, usually comes with it its own kind of pitfalls yeah you always think yeah like it, it, it's set up for failure but I just felt and it's it's, <coughs> under, it's happened under this manager I think just the kind of expectation that we can go into sort of big games now <coughs> especially at the lane and win them and I, I thought that yesterday I definitely felt around me that people thought we were going to win mm. um, normally kind of uh, I think the the City at home game I was, I was really confident um, that would beat City. I, th- I don't know why. I just felt it. And then like, the game yesterday, I felt that we. I don't know. I just. I just felt we, we would beat Chelsea. I think the the kind of the confidence and how well we played against Watford and um, against Southampton as well. Mm. It's obviously gonna you know uh, perk you up and now and now that's like our fifth win in a row. I think it is. Yeah. Um, so I knew confidence was high. I knew between Kane and Ali. Uh, their link-up play, scoring goals, assists, um, and Ericsson as well. He seems to be ticking over nicely um, and getting some assists as well and Toby being back. And I just felt felt positive about it. I didn't think we'd lose, um, but, you know... I didn't want to go out and overtly say, yeah, we're going to fucking win, we're going to smash him up. But quietly confident I thought we'd win. But um, in games like that, when you're playing against, it doesn't matter whether it's Chelsea, United, or whoever. Mm. When when they've won 13 times in a row uh, and they're playing the way they are, um, you have to be every single player yeah. has to be at like a hundred percent because if someone's if one person's having a stinker, if your right back's having a stinker or whatever, they'll suss it out and they'll just start playing playing balls round them and then they'll just start making in, inroads there and then after that you're fucked because you're all at sea everyone the, the, the defensive line isn't as tight and but everyone just worked for each other and they worked like fucking dogs mm. for the whole 90 minutes um, and there's this kind of real unity to the team and everyone going forward and backwards and helping each other out and I don't know after just seeing that I was like 
there's no way we're going to lose this man. It's, it's, it's definitely a trait I associate with with Tottenham under this manager. I've, I've never seen us sort of work for each other like that, sort of fight like that. And this is something that's been happening for a couple of years now under this manager. Definitely. I mean, I was going to ask you boys: Do you think it being this sort of last season, the White Hart Lane is playing a part? You know, being unbeaten, we're creating quite an atmosphere down there. I don't think. I, I don't know. Is it playing a part, or, or are we just being I, I very think, good? I think uh, I think we are. I think we are very good. Uh, being at home, um, we White Lane is probably the toughest place to come in the league. Um, we haven't been beaten. We stopped uh, Man City in their tracks, and they were they were on a an unbeaten run. I think they'd won like nine in ten or something like that before coming to Tottenham. Um, actually, they won ten on the bounce, and then they drew against Celtic, and then they yeah. come to us. And then when Chelsea come, it was like it's all well and good you beating all these teams and thirteen wins on the bounce. Obviously, is nothing to be sniffed Absolutely. at. We would probably never see Tottenham ever do that. It was that's at some some feat. But coming to White Hart Lane with the crowd, with um, the the kind of added spice to that tie, given what happened last season, it was like as you say, I I, I think. I think I don't think it's about playing it last season. I think it's about the the strength mentally in that team and yeah. what Pochettino's instilled within them all. Um, I mean, going back to what Ted said about the last game at Water Lane, I don't know where, whether much it's on the players' mind as such, but I, I definitely feel that with going into the pubs and in the mm. stadium and hearing, oh, this is going to be the last time Chelsea have to walk down Park Lane. This is going to be the last time West Ham. And, and I've heard stuff like that. Yeah. But I also think with the ingredients of players playing to kind of uh, everyone working for each other and things like that, I also think that uh, the fans really do help. And the stadium as well, like being pitch side uh, in that small kind of cauldron that White Lane has, mm. has become and you've seen over the years um, and constantly cheering the team on, um, it, it, it can't... You know, it does wonders to the team. You know, they, the cliche 12th man. Mm. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I, I, I feel it so much. And if a game like that was to happen at... I know I can say it now because it's not happening, but if you were to go to West Ham at the... Is it London that, Stadium? They're the best example. I mean, like, the stadium won't hold that noise and, and yeah. have that close proximity and stuff like that mm. and, and I think I think the kind of the, the the atmosphere does spur people on especially like if like Danny Rose just cut, like smashes in with a tackle and everyone's singing Danny Danny Rose how loved is that guy oh mate it's fucking unreal I, I can I, what I was going to say just we put in some jumpers which uh, yeah. Ted you're kindly sporting there it, it does it the bollocks I'm quite happy with that <laughs> but they, uh, the, the jumpers at Christmas like if we think like we had two of them right Dembele probably one of our best players probably our best he's probably Tottenham's best player I think he, uh, like in, if all of the players were 22 Dembele would cost the most money but, yeah, maybe not though I don't know what I'm saying like, all I'm saying is that he's really popular right but we had we had Danny Rose jumpers and we had Dembele jumpers and the Danny Rose jumpers maybe eight times as many yeah. as, 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 as I think I, I like to think you know. of of, of uh, Dembele as our kind of Jimi Hendrix like he's, effort, he's effortlessly cool but I do think it's Dan- Danny Rose sums up the new Tottenham for me on the Pochettino. Yeah. You know, fast, committed, aggressive. You know, dedicated to improvement. I think that's why that's why we've taken him so much in the last you know yeah. couple of seasons. I quite like the his um, him not being present on like social media yeah. as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's just like uh, he knows what's being said as well, and I think he's got this like grin on his face as he sees these things. Yeah, and. Uh, 
I don't know. It, it is that that kind of professionalism of uh, not being on social media, not kind of touting yourself and stuff like that, or getting in. He does, does all he's like talking that. on yeah. the pitch. Exactly. And, and, and do you know what? He, he, and then we talk about it after, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is we fucking do, beautiful. We do it for him. But when he does talk, I remember an interview with him being like, oh, I'm probably, you know, the sixth choice English left back. I'm a big fan of Aaron Cresswell. Whenever he does talk to the media, he's usually digging himself down and be like, I need, I need to play a lot better. I need to do more of this. And you're thinking, yes, you're, you are <laughs> the man. <laughs> he brings fucking Machiavellian and knows exactly what he's doing. Yes. Yeah. And he's kind of working his way up to being the best left back in the world. Yes. And he knows what he's doing. Knows how good he is. I mean, it goes back to that thing what Pochettino said to him in the first, one of the first meetings he had with him. He's going, "If you trust me, I will make you yeah. England's choice left back." And you remember that time? Yeah. Danny Rose weren't even. We wouldn't even think he should be playing for Tottenham, let alone fucking England, the best left back in 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 England and one of the best left backs in Europe. Yeah. I mean, that's not that isn't hyperbole. No, no, not at all. I think as well with like the the commentators as well that they kind of. Enthuse about how um, his fitness at athletic, he's relentless at going up and down that wing, but yet uh, while he's doing that and he's attacking and getting forward, his committed challenges, he's you know, he's a, he's a slight guy, but he's still winning a yeah. lot of stuff and still getting like still battling away. Every single Spurs game, like you'll see Rose get clattered. And he'll oh, fucking yeah, dust yeah, himself yeah. down and get once up. or twice a game, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's an absolute fucking yeah. warrior. Yeah, love him. What was your favourite moment of last night? And I just spun that on you. Mm. Uh, well, okay, uh, favourite moment. I mean, it's a bit kind of. Well, uh, well, I'm not going to say. Before we'll you say, do, well, well, was you near Delhi? Delhi Ali when he when he went yeah, to the ground? Yeah, I was. Yeah, how yeah, close? Yeah. How close was you? Uh, he 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 ran he ran past. It was just that little bit far further that than when he was celebrating. Brilliant! He went straight. That's what you. That's what you'd want to do. Though. Yeah. That's what my brother was saying. He's like, you would play like new school. You like Yellicon. You run into those fans. Like, yeah. But afterwards, Carl Walker. He was behind everyone else, and he come running right past Park Lane, right like right fucking next to us. He was like looking with his arms out, like sprayed long, like as to say like fucking have some of this. And everyone was, was just walking. Like, uh, got on, got on their yeah, shoulders. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, that was superb. I mean, and and the fact that it was scoring at the right time. We scored both our goals within like ten yeah. minutes of each other. Yeah, perfect timing. And they were, and 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 the second half, Chelsea were coming on a little bit. Um, you know, they started the half really well the second half and I was getting a little bit nervous. And it was a carbon copy, the goals practically. Mm. You know, they were both headers, back of a back post. And that, right, and people like, I think it's like, fan, I'm not saying I have a better understanding than most fans tactically. I don't. I know fuck all about tactics. Mm-hmm. I trust that Pochettino knows his shit because yeah. if I knew as much as him, I wouldn't be doing what I do for a living. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd be in football management. So you trust him. There's no way that those two goals... The fact that we scored from both of them, that that wasn't intentional. That wasn't a, a, a way that the, well, the Ali with his run split the split the defenders and fucked them. You're exactly right. I mean, I've watched the highlights probably at least six times. Yeah. I've seen I've seen that there was a few times Ali's ghosting into those those between those two centre halves looking yeah. for that that ball in, whether it be from the left or the right. So it was obviously something they pointed out and worked that. So and both those. I mean, I know we've 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 given Ericsson some stick, and I should say. Give him some stick. We, I think that the quote at the time, or what we said, or I said, I should say, was that, he, that there, there are other players that you can get, you can get in that would be better than Ericsson. But it, the last month or so, Ericsson pretty much been in the Seska game at, at, at Wembley. Ericsson's yeah. been pretty much gold. Thing is, if, if a player's not playing to their potential um, and they're out of form, it's, it's fine to say things like that. It's not like you're saying yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. you want rid of him, you want him out of the club. He's fucking always toilet. Mm. Um, it's just. You know, 
Like yesterday, I mean, the, both crosses were just absolutely fucking... They were like guided pink, missiles. Yeah, it was just unbelievable. And the thing is as well, like, before Ali scored, my, my old man turned around to me and he was like, Ali's been well quiet, man, he, he ain't done anything. <laughs> and I was like, Dad, have you watched Tottenham this season? Because Ali's been like that and then all of a sudden he'll pop up yeah, and, he'll, and, he'll, and, yeah. and he'll score a goal. And I said, you, you watch. So I got frustrated by Ali and I do, do get frustrated because I think he should do more in the build-up, right? Yep. But like, I, le- I listen to the extra inch, the, the the podcast that Windy does about the tactics and all that that stuff, mm-hmm. and, I, and I listen to it because it's Windy and it's a part of the fighting cock. Generally, I wouldn't listen to something like that. But I, there was uh, they had a guy, Ewan Roberts, on, and he was talking about uh, I think it's Ewan Roberts. Yeah, it is. yeah uh, talk, talking about um, comparing Ali to uh, Thomas Muller. Bardi. Did he? Bardi, yeah. Bardi, right. Sorry, sorry. My bad, Bardi. And he said that, uh, obviously, Jürgen Klingsman wanted to get rid of him when he was at Bayern Munich, and I think it was the sporting director said, no way. Because yeah, yeah, he, yeah. I don't know what he does, but he's there. Yeah. And he, and he makes an impact in the game. And that seemed, that it, for someone like a layman who doesn't understand football tactics in the way that some other people do, that was what I needed to hear, to yeah. see mm. what Ali's all about. He, he, he turns up when he needs to. Seven goals in four fucking games, mate. And I mean, you can't... All the criticism in the world, you can't argue with that fucking very basic statistic. No, yeah. you can't. And, and the thing is as well, like, um, me old man was saying, like, oh, like, Ali's been really quiet. And I was like, yeah, he has been. And he has been like that a lot of the season. And he'll pop up and score. Or, or he'll do something. Um, and he's also saying, like, like Kane's getting no chances. And I was like... Like the 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 defense are really occupied with with Kane. They know he's a handful. Yeah. Like not only running. has he got skill, not only has he got the running, not only can he get a shot like uh, he, he can like score from range or he can like tap ins or anything like that. But when you get so focused on Harry Kane and making sure that you're snuffing out everything, who's looking at Alex? Yeah. So much. Space. There you go, mate. See, you can't so you can't space. do everything, and that's exactly. I think that's the. I think they knew that kind of like it was kind of like Kane just dragged them out, just keep just yeah, keep going, keep bullying them, and keep going. It doesn't matter Kane, about you getting getting the Kane goals or anything com- like that. Completely selfless last night. Yeah, oh, he, complete. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I had a chat with. We are going to come on to our favourite moments. Of, 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, but but I was talking to a geezer at work, uh, Craig, Chelsea fan, right? And I was saying, what? Did, well, honestly, because I told him we were doing the podcast. What did you think of Tottenham last night? And he said. He said that he said he, he thought Kane and Ali, apart from the goals, were kind of pretty much non-existent, um, which was kind of I thought was a little bit harsh. But all right, whatever. But he said Dembele, Wanyama, we haven't even mentioned yet. Oh, Wanyama, mate, a fucking man, man, and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colossus. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, he went and then and the defensive, the, the defensive three in mid, in defence, and then without going into the wing backs, who he, Craig says are the best the best wing backs in the league um, he said that we just couldn't do anything to get through that we had a couple of opportunities but we could the general play that we were so dominated by those five players in that defensive sector that um, he, he said we just couldn't do anything we, and, and we haven't come up against any other teams like it in the league so far even when we've been beaten so um, you know it was just uh, it was amazing Wanyama I mean like like I mentioned earlier, like uh, everyone having to play and be at their best and kind of be well drilled in what they're doing and things like that. Mm. That's the only time that you're going to come up against teams like that and, and then mm. be able to beat them. But going back to um, what you were just saying, then like like man of the match, Ali gets it, two goals, blah blah blah. 
Fucking big Vic. I oh, thought, fucking hell, I mate. thought he should have been man of the match. He's just. Oh my god. But it, it, like it, that must do something psychologically to, to, to Chelsea. Like they're going in the first half and they've got some world class players. And world class players can always yeah, turn yeah, it on, yeah, but yeah. you've got to come up in the midfield where Dembele and Wanyama are sitting there. Bounce off them. And just behind them, there's. Oh, only for Tonga and Alderweireld and Dyer as well. Yeah. Like these ain't fucking. You don't fuck around with these. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's arguably in my twenty odd years of supporting Spurs. That's arguably the strongest Spurs side you'll ever see. Wanyama and Dembele yeah. there, and then oh, in physical strength. Yeah, 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 physical class, but physical yeah, strength. Yeah, it's dirty, isn't it? Yeah. And no, fucking and, and wrote everyone in that team apart from Ali, who, who gives it. Perhaps he, he doesn't get about physically, but he gives it on a spiteful level. So. Mm. He, Exactly. So, uh, one of the other things I, I keep sitting on this chair, and it's like, I think it's not doing. Oh, there you oh, go. So it's, not, it's not me fighting. Mm, no, no, it's fine. Um, but uh, Ali and other places as well, the little little niggles as well. One, one, going back to the um, very original point, what Flab was saying. What was your favourite moments? Yeah. My favourite moment. Well, you supposed to ask the question. Let someone else answer. No, 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 because I'm going home. You asked the question. Right? Are, if, if you ask the question from a listener's no, perspective, I know, I'm repeating. You're, no, you're asking the question and then then just answer your own question. No, you ask the question. So you what, your fucking it. ego's gone out of control. <laughs> you're out of control, Rick. Get off my podcast. <laughs> go on, go on, go on. I'm go, I, look, it's hard. It's hard to pick out a moment that really stands out in the game when it's it's so fast like that. One thing was when Deli Ali came off, just seeing a 20 year old kid. He's just in the form of his life coming off the pitch to you know 30, 36 thousand people singing his name. I mean that's special. That is special. I have goose pimples. That is special. Oh, that's special to I was watch. Just, oh, standing up. Just yeah, yeah. Just give, just give that. <laughs> it was just. I don't even like that song. We, we need to of Arsenal West Ham, but. <laughs> Fucking, that was a moment. Yeah, for me, that's a real that moment. Was, that was, was spine. Yeah. yeah, it was. Spine tingling. What's yours, Rick? Uh, one of the things that I love, I loved about it was um, Chelsea being like, like uh, the Battle of the Bridge. Yeah. Uh, and Chelsea of past seasons, where they kind of they're winning or they're getting the better of us, and then they start doing the feigning of injuries and mm. grabbing their face yeah, and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and then yeah. yesterday, it was kind of like the tables are turning. You could see Costa mm. and like visibly just getting agitated and running to the ref, and, point, yeah, and like all of that them, they, the they were just time. like like looking to the ref, like oh, he's he's, he's made contact with me, and yeah. like getting absolutely nothing. It's like fucking play on, man. Do you know, play as, on. As and a, I was like, as a further to that, uh, Dyer, I don't know if you've seen it. It's, uh, I think Costa either trod on his foot or, or did something. <laughs> And Dyer didn't react in the way that he had done previously with Costa because them two got previous. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is Carlin Cup final. He, he was yeah, exactly in 2014, I think. And he, he, he was uh, Dyer was just standing with his arms out. It was like, what, who, what are you doing, you prick? Yeah. And Costa responded by patting him on the finger and then grabbing and pulling his ear. I know. I, I, I saw, saw that. I haven't seen it. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. And, I saw and, it as it happened. And Dyer's just like, you're an embarrassment. You are an embarrassment. And again, go back to Craig, the Chelsea fan. He said he loved Dyer for that. Like he goes, if a Chelsea player had done that and looked how died and reacted how died, that's what he wants to see in Chelsea players. Yeah. Instead, he's got the biggest cunt on earth in Diego Costa. But um, I think my favourite was, um, see, again, another song I fucking hate. La 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 la. Oh, yeah. Your <laughs> shit. And 
I was so caught up in everything. Oh, cool. Again, I had my eyes closed, my arms up to the heavens, and I was just singing my heart out. It was fucking brilliant. Can yeah. oh, you imagine yeah, how much yeah. hurt those scumbags? Oh my! Well, that was like right, right towards like the last five minutes or whatever when we knew it was safe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and that was absolutely belting out. And like, like, like you, I, I really disliked the song. It's just because you're setting yourself up for a fall. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, 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 we, yeah, yeah. We saw, I was there. We sang it at Tina with, at the bridge. Yeah. Like, oh, really? We did it to God. Newcastle as well when we were 1 0 up. There's a reason why Spurs fans aren't like. <laughs> arrogance is one of them. But in this instance, when it was settled and it was them cunts who yeah. have bought their way to every piece of success they have ever had. They've done it the wrong way. Yeah. They've done it the wrong way and all of that and yet. Just seeing it file out in a single file line, heads down, <laughs> like not even looking at each other, and then we're singing your shit, and then walking out of the stadium, I was like, "Fucking eat that, you cunt!" Yeah, there is something, there is something amazing about being a Spurs fan. Yeah, you just like you, you sit through all of the the, the years. I mean, yeah, we've all yeah, sat yeah, through yeah, years yeah. and years and years of tepid, horrible, boring football. Managers we had no affiliation with. Flaky um, players, flaky yeah, players, no identity, yeah. nothing. You all started it, went through some rocky roads with, uh, with 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 Sherwood and and AVB. Obviously, we benefited from having a great team under Redknapp, and I think probably Redknapp deserves a bit more credit than I give him for yeah. for that period. But this is this is something else with this manager. Yeah, the affinity it's I have different levels, man. Yeah, yeah the affinity I have, and it isn't just about being good; it's about the players. Conducting themselves in a way that we can that make us proud, and that yeah, includes yeah, 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 yeah. fucking losing their shit at Chelsea. In my opinion, I love yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, I still love that. Yeah. yeah, I bet that was amazing to be there. Yeah, I, I loved that. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie, it got slightly undermined when you go to Newcastle the next week and whatever happens there. But I, yeah. for once, as you were saying about earlier, like, I felt that Francine Spurs seem like stand up for themselves. And no, we're not gonna be, we're not gonna be, we're not gonna be bullied. You know, what I mean? yeah, we're gonna be pushed yeah. around. And I mean, right, I don't want to see us kicking people every week. But Chelsea are a team who, yeah. throughout the years, have done against us and they deserved it that they day. Fucking and, deserve it. And again, it's, it's bring this group group together. And a few months later, we, we take them to the lane. We stop mm. their face match on beating get a clean sheet 2-0 job done oh the clean sheet as well <laughs> fucking love it job done <laughs> yeah. like, like we just made a brick wall or something yeah. um, so uh, the people listen regularly the fight cock we've got a read from bet on Brazil um, they're sponsors of the show I don't know we've forgotten to do bets again tell me what to do give it I mean do you bet I'm, I'm, I'm not very good so no. I that's so, why I what about a Villa game we'll bet on a Villa game what, what do we do alright uh, we'll bet we'll, I don't know what well, Spurs 4-0 no we'll bet uh, first goal scorer and we'll do a result as well so Spurs Spurs to win 3-0 when Kane score first yeah we'll yeah? That, yeah so but he won't play really. I don't think he'll play Janssen oh fuck Spurs to draw nil nil <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so the reason why we're talking about this is we're going to put on a bet for charity because um, we, we've set up with Bet on Brazil um, you've got to their website betonbrazil.com and use the code TFC60 they'll match your bet up to 60 quid uh, to give you free bets or money I, I, I don't quite know how it works but people who are into <laughs> gambling I'm sure they'll know I, um, uh, I I do have a flutter every weekend. So. Have you have you opened an account with Bet on Brazil? No, I, it, it's just it's just tweaked, and I'm I'm you know three sixty quid. Well, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What more do you want? We'll be having it. 
you could fucking you could set your actually this is the wrong but you could set your life up here <laughs> You could become a professional gambler. I know people that do it. I know people that do it as well. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. No, it's really confusing. I always lose. So, uh, anyway, you use TFC 60. Uh, they'll match your, uh, match your bid, match your whatever you, whatever you put in your deposit. Uh, there was a happy hour between five and six, um, which is loads of offers and whatnot, on their website. Sweet. So, we're going to put this bet on against Villa. 3-0, Janssen to score first, Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Janssen penalty. And if we win, Janssen penalty. <laughs> <laughs> Janssen penalty. Uh, if we win, uh, we will decide. We'll put a Twitter poll out. Actually, we'll decide whether or not we roll it over onto another bet. I feel like we should do something that's a little bit more easy than than pit it than that. What do you mean? But there's ways that you kind of so there's there's people that start with like ten pounds. Yeah. And then they'll put like an accumulator on. Yeah. You can't put an accumulator on. But just Spurs. Even though, even though, I know, yeah, accumulate is a bad idea. So they very rarely. But if you do like come four, a fourfold, that's, <laughs> a, that's what they say, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, whatever. We'll, we'll put a bet on it. If, hopefully, we give money, and then we'll give money to homeless people that way. Um, or should we just buy them beer or drugs for homeless people? M- maybe not drugs, but I think a lot, a lot of. Um, this is quite a dark conversation all of a sudden isn't it I was actually like my friend runs a charity she's a great girl called Kirsty Coach runs a charity called Project Give Back and on New Year's we were handing out sort of packs of food and stuff and, ah. they, and they contained beers it was kind of oh, that, that's, that is good to know because I, I, I've never really kind of homelessness is never kind of something that's resonated with I just haven't thought about it forever and I've been walking around Victoria where we record and where I work and it's such yeah, a match that, that's where I was doing we were doing really? the handing out and it was so what, what is it, what, what's the charity give it a plug it's called, it's called Project Give Back it's just kind of we didn't agree to plug before Andrew we, yeah thing. I mean it's literally your heart to fight she's sort of just started and she's been doing it for a few years now it's just sort of like sort of making sandwiches and getting like sort of clothes and food and beer together and sort of just giving giving that to people and she's trying to make it more of a regular thing so does she, does she need money I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna yeah she, I think she I think they do and I'm gonna uh, but it was we were out in Victoria on New Year's Eve and it was it was hard and there was even one person who who sort of said like I think I recognise you I was thinking wow well, you, that must have happened to you quite recently that's, yeah, that's yeah. really sad so I'm not not a plug but it's a great charity is, so she, is there a website and everything I think the Facebook page is sort of so up and coming it's just become she's been doing it sort of for, for a while but yeah. she's become a registered charity so is she uh, is she a football fan I don't think so right. I, I, if she is she's probably a gooner but. I'm from Kent. There are gooners down there. Yeah. They're everywhere, though. We'll really. take, if she, if yeah. it turns out that she is a gooner, can we take the plug back? We can take. Also, I tell you, we are, we are going to plug another organisation called Streetlink, who are doing doing good work. Uh, Tom Foynes, who was on the pod, who's like, who does the, mm. the Tottenham Way, really good podcast. Go and listen to them. Um, but I haven't prepared it, so uh, Google it, or um, we'll, we'll do another proper proper read next week. Safe. All right, so uh, that's that bit done. It's been an amazing little period through Christmas, isn't it? I mean, we've we've had a we always we tend to have a good Christmas. The last few or four, three yeah, or four have been good. Yeah, they've been good. Uh, the South Watford, they were just terrible. I mean, we were great. We were great, and they were shit. I was um, I was at my old days, um, <laughs> and we were having like our kind of a Christmas, like the second Christmas dinner, and I was what like, the day. <laughs> and I was like smashing oh. it. I was like, Spurs are playing. This is like, that's right. We just watch it, and then when like food's up, just have food. So I was watching it, and I saw us go one nil up, and I was like, okay, sweet. On uh, TV, or is this on your phone? Uh, uh, on my uh, iPad. 
It was on the iPad. The, yeah, on. The, the iPad was on. So you allowed so to have dinner? it? Did no, you dinner? no. And then I had to switch it off. Oh. So I well, your mum said switch it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, well, she, "No." She looked at me and she's like, "Are you going to be watching that through dinner?" I was like, "No, no. I, I'm going to be conversing with my family because I'm a family guy." Because like. <laughs> like, I haven't so done like, that a million times before. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I was like just eating as fast as I could and she she could tell my tactic was like oh yeah can I leave now because I've eaten everything it's like no you, you have like one eight year old boy yeah, well, yeah. I was getting to Tottenham <laughs> get to to- eat to makes, get to Tottenham makes us wait eight year old boy and then uh, so I, th- that plan wasn't working I thought for fuck's sake I'll just so leave did you it. eat your dinner and you were sitting there doing nothing yeah yeah well no, I, was, I was like trying to convince my children to eat their eat their dinner they wouldn't eat their greens and then uh, and then afterwards I kind of like right okay it's like been half hour now after the first goal whatever I'll uh, log back oh my fucking god we're 4-0 up (laughs) oh my god and I was like then then I was like I didn't know whether to be happy because we're 4-0 up or angry because I fucking missed it because of this stupid Dinner. Really nice Christmas dinner. Yeah. Stupid family of mine. Lots of people don't have, have a family. No, so I know, I know, I know. <laughs> just think on that. Right? No, I was just remembering what we were talking about probably just... about forty-five seconds ago. <laughs> uh, uh, do you have a Christmas dinner? Lovely. Well, yeah, it's always good when the uh, when when the Spurs bring it home. No, no, it was really nice. Yeah. Uh, got to, I want to run through some of these questions because like, what sure. we've actually done is talked through all of. Uh, all, all of the Chelsea stuff and people have sent questions in so quickly we'll, we'll deal yeah. with some of these sure. uh, swimming in a pipe dream the erection still hasn't gone down when should I seek medical advice never seek medical advice for a Tottenham erection no well I'm just hope, no, I, I hope it stays anything. there until bloody May yeah I mean, that's just, oh god yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, so, yeah don't um, keep yeah keep it yeah fine um, and T.W. Dean says huge victory over Chelsea uh, hang on T's fucked this up Sorry, T, you haven't fucked it up. It's just oh. confusing for me to read. Uh, how how good would it be if we nick Chelsea's formation and beat them to the title using it? Uh, I'm going to argue this and say that we haven't nicked their formation. I think since last season when Dyer was playing that midfield position, we were often playing sort of three at the back. Maybe not the full-backs as forward as I, but that's definitely not Chelsea's formation we've nicked. Yeah. So, but, I, I mean, I would, I, would, I would love to beat them to the title, but that's not their formation. I don't care if we've nicked it or not. Fuck them. Yeah, yeah, right. If you're doing something good and it'll make us better, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, and we'll be better doing it. Goodbye. I think as well, sorry, just going back to that as well. We played, I mean, there's Watford, West Ham, there was someone else as well where they went three at the back. And we struggled against them last season. Yeah. Um, and I think it's taken kind of, it, it takes a manager to to see something and be like okay we didn't we didn't cope well with that and then to change it and do replicate it but then tailor it to, to how we play and to how our players perform so if I, so hats off to to potch on that because you like not a lot of managers would easily be like we play 442 that's all we play and, oh, and we play to our strengths and I'm not going to change yeah. for anyone was, exactly yeah we, we've, we've exactly. got like Pochettino's played four different formations that's fucking crazy. Mm. I've never seen a manager just switch up like that. I'm sure there have been, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, I don't know who that manager is, if he, if he, if he exists. Probably Pep Guardiola. Yeah. Does it every game, Flav. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a 4 2 3 1, 4 1 4 1, 3 4 3. Uh, that's 3, not 4. 3 4 no, 2 1, we were kind of. Uh, yeah. 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 Right, fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, why not? Um, and all of the other questions I'm not going to read out oh okay what, what's more satisfying Woolwich shitting themselves against Bournemouth or the whole uh, Chelsea shitting themselves against Wanyama nice I mean I was having this conversation earlier with so I came in this morning 
talked about the Chelsea Tottenham thing for about half hour, fifteen minutes, and then spent the next hour talking about Sanchez and Arsenal. And they like James looked at me, my work colleague, and he went, "What? What's wrong with you? You've just smashed Chelsea." I was like, "Yeah, of course I had great. So I'm so happy today." And he goes, yeah, but you spent the last time talking about like laughing your ass off at, at Arsenal and Sanchez, and now Sanchez wants to leave them. They're a shit little club, and and, and they've got above their station by San Ozil and uh, and Sanchez. Now both of them want out. But to me, there's there's something intensely enjoyable about it's that. So it's so well. I was going to say it's so odd, but probably not odd now that you've mentioned it. Mm. But mm. going out for my cigarette, um, as I usually do, and see the guy that I normally do, and he's a gooner. We could have quite easily just slipped into this, you know, we beat Chelsea, let's go on about that. Mm. And we spoke about it for about two minutes and then I just kind of like, yeah, 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 but then he's not a Chelsea fan and stuff like that. And then I just like slid in. Like, so so what's, happening, what's happening with Sanchez then? Because I heard he's not like signing the contract and after the Bournemouth game and he's like, was shit. And I like, just started just like, boom, 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 boom. I was like, what happened with that then? He's like... Mate, don't talk to me about it. I, like, I can't deal with it. And then inside, <laughs> I was just like, ah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's because I know, I, I'm secure in my love for Tottenham, yeah? I understand it. But it's, it's, the hatred is easy. I'm, I'm, the I'm hatred with, for us I'm, is I'm easy. Just, w- watching them sort of bounce off on Yambi Fadiman was great, but... Again, so I don't want to sort of lord over it for a bit, but what I will lord over is Arsenal's best player having hissy fit quite evidently in front of however many people watching on <laughs> yeah. TV that every major newspaper in the country is, is reporting it I'm quite happy to dwell on that and I'll have a word about it do, do you know what I mean yeah. like, well, why not it's, it's, it's a discussion point yeah exactly Spurs move on to the next game but I do want to know about I do want to know about Giroud doing his little celebrating his scorpion kick and your, your best player throwing his gloves on the floor in frustration so yeah. looking on in despair oh man something's still great Something to talk about around the water cooler. Something to talk about. Have you got your cigarette? I mean, it's just it's just a cigarette chat. I mean, what would life be without things to talk about? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, and, and the great thing about it is that Sanchez is within, within his right to be annoyed with Arsenal. Yeah. He is right and Arsenal are wrong. Yeah. Anyway, fuck this. We're going to uh, stop for this half and uh, we're going to have a bit of windy now. And then when we come back, Ted, we're going to talk about EastEnders Wicked. And, and, and Tottenham and uh, whether or not you've ever punched Danny Dyer. Yeah. Windy back to draw the fucking knowledge, blood. I see you, I got your back. Hi, this is Windy back with the weekly youth updates, looking at our young players and players out on loan. I'll keep this really brief because we've got a special youth pod coming out probably on Sunday, in which myself, Ben and Carl, two youth experts go uh, quite in-depth on Spurs' youth players. So I don't want to tread over any of the ground we covered there. I'll just say that there's a bit of loan news in that Will Miller has uh, had his loan at Burton extended until the end of the season, as has Luke McGee at Peterborough. He's been getting rave reviews there. Nathan Odewa, though, has returned from Peterborough. His loan wasn't working out. And the only other loan news, really, is that uh, Ryan Loft seems set to join Stevenage on loan until the end of the season. I'm sure there'll be a few other loan moves to be announced before the transfer window closes, but that's it for now. All right, that's it. Oh, one more thing. Make sure you go along to Loftus Road on Tuesday the 10th for the FA Youth Cup fourth round match against QPR. Looking forward to that one. That's it for this week. As ever, if you're interested in more young players or players out on loan, follow me on Twitter at Windy Coys. That's Coys for Come On You Spurs. (laughs) 
Vicky's whinging because I haven't let him have a cigarette break. No, no, it's disgusting. Thanks, Wendy. There's no goonies outside to converse with anyway. No, no, you're safe in here with us. I've just given you another day of your life. You should be thanking me, bitch. <laughs> I'd love a cigarette as well but uh, anyway um, so yeah go on um, quickly the Spurs questions because that's less interesting than EastEnders questions in my wow. actually can we just do EastEnders questions yeah we can do EastEnders questions alright let's go straight into it um, so what is Danny Dyer like and is he proper West Ham yeah does he talk about West Ham Danny Dyer's actually very posh he went to private school He's uh, he went to university no I'm joking no Danny <laughs> Danny is Danny is, um, he is he is proper West Ham I mean he, he's an interesting person to talk to, talk, talk to us about this new stadium thing because he's one who hasn't he really hasn't felt the the love of the London stadium kind of thing and he really, doesn't like it no no he hates it he, he, it's, it's not West Ham and I, I kind of get a sense where he's coming from because when he supports West Ham he talks about it as a proper community thing or something mm. that like he's from around the area where they used to go like he's all those sort of places the, the pubs the, the, the pine mash places I, I, I don't know because I've been but I get a sense when he's talking about it that it's more than just a, a, a football thing and and what West Ham are doing now is very much a commercial thing. I mean, if you hear Karen Brady, those are talking, it's very much brand this, da 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 And it's slightly like losing part of it. So, I mean, that, I've got a lot of respect for Danny in that, that kind of sense. Like, he's a, he's a proper West Ham, West Ham man and, and pro- wouldn't want to sacrifice the community for maybe the success they think they're going to get at mm. 14th in the table over there. <laughs> is that is that where they are? Uh, they're somewhere down there. Uh, shit. Um, so what, what, what's it like working in like probably the most recognisable TV show? In, <laughs> certainly domestically, do you get recognised? It's it's one of those things. I get sort of recognised more and more kind of thing. It, people sort of think they know you from somewhere. I've been drinking the same pub at Tottenham, the Two Brewers. I mean, I've been going there with my dad. About, I'm talking about almost 20 years I've been going since I was a young lad growing up mm. in the past years people sort of in the past no not even year past three months we've been like, I thought I recognised you I'm like well I've been drinking here for, for yeah. probably longer than you I, mean, <laughs> I would hope you might even think that oh, who, is, who is that guy do you know what I mean but um, yeah sort of more and more but no it's uh, it's. A, I'm very lucky to be in the position I'm in it's, um, and also running the Vic as well is quite cool do you know what I mean it's, that's that's quite iconic so the pumps work the pumps work. I, the ale come out of it. I think I think they used to until Danny Dyer came. Then they had to stop it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> smashed up. Yeah. Go on, Rick. You're, you're I, yeah, I do. Yeah, I've got some questions. So these questions. I know it's on my phone at the moment. They've been on my. They've been. They've been on the list in my kitchen for years. <laughs> Any <laughs> case, in case that no, I need to take it. Go on. So uh, I, the other day. On, I think it was New Year's Day actually, yeah. or, or the New Year's Day episode. Mm. Uh, Hold on, it. this isn't fucking Comic Con. <laughs> you got to be questions up. People that listen to the pod, we're going to understand if they don't watch these. Martin Fowler, right? He had yeah. he had a coffee mug or tea mug, and it had Spurs on it. Yeah. Oh, nice. Is he a Spurs fan, or or is that kind of written into the show that he's a Spurs fan? Uh, James, I think his name is James Alexandru, who used to play Martin Fowler, was a Spurs fan, so he yeah. had it written in, similarly how Danny Dyer being a West Ham fan has us all Carters, we're a West Ham family. So James yeah. Alexandru, I think, supported Spurs, so made the character Martin Fowler a Spurs fan. The new Martin Fowler, I don't think, cares about football. But but for, for the character's sake, he's a Spurs fan still. I like, right, that. Nice. I like the way they kind of dip yeah. that in. But who is a Spurs fan is, 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 is Rudy, who plays Patrick. He's Patrick Truman. Oh my God! Yes. Is, is that the guy you're in love with? He's probably. Oh no, I'm in love with all of them. But, <laughs> but uh, so, so explain to me who he is. This guy, Patrick so, Truman. Yeah, you you wouldn't. Where's the hat? He, 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 
Also, um, on I, I don't know if you know this, but on I don't know how long ago it was, if it's recent or, or yeah. whatever. But on Corey, yeah, right. I, I think it was a TV producer or someone who was writing a script writer. Uh, was a Spurs fan. Oh wow! Okay. And behind one of the sets and stuff like that, you quickly see flashes. There's a bit of graffiti that says THFC. Oh really? And also, he this person has is known. For casting people, but giving uh, ex-Spurs players names as the actors. Does anything like that <laughs> happen at EastEnders? I, I've, 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 I mean, sorry, Rick, I have no idea. I mean, that's the first I've heard of it, and it sounds like the greatest possible rumour I've ever heard. But I think I'm going to have to do some investigating and get back to you. I'm that, gonna, that, yeah, that would be amazing. We'll do one more because flashback yeah, now. Yeah. Um, with, with filming... Uh, like you, like we were discussing mm. earlier, and you, you've got to work on certain days and stuff like that. Because you go to Spurs so often and the season ticket, mm. is it difficult to go to every Spurs game? Like, how often do you have to like think, oh fucking hell, man, I, I might, I might have a little, t- might have a little tummy bug today. You can't have that. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Man. I mean, it, it'll mess up, it'll mess up everything. I mean, I, I work sort of, it, you know, I, I work some Saturdays, so I miss a couple of Saturdays kick off. I mean. I remember when I, I started last year and I was telling my dad I was missing the Arsenal game and he was like, well, you've got to go and strike and contact your union. I mean, this Fucking can't... Fucking right. Yeah. I like you, <laughs> this right. can't happen, so... It's only EastEnders. I mean, it's only, it's only, you know... It's, it's the biggest fucking yeah, show yeah, on yeah. it. It's, it's, not, it's not Corrie, is it? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, nah, I, you know, unfortunately not. But I get to go to, you know... <laughs> the job's given, allows me to go to a lot more games than I miss, let's put it that way. Right, that's did you grow up thinking I want to be an EastEnders one day? Absolutely, no, never. But did you grow up thinking you want to be James Bond? No, I I I, I grew up wanting to be the uh, the White Ledley King. Actually, yeah, uh, was my we dream, which did. I still kind of dream about. Sort of, you know, when <laughs> I, I'm I still thirty-five, like, uh, 35 and I still haven't quite given up the dream. <laughs> yeah. I know it won't happen, but somewhere there may be a chance. I don't, I don't, sorry, I'll go back to like, I know a bit about the Chelsea game as well that. Still, like Terry's like on the bench and like Ledley and all that. Like, and we're still singing like yeah. fucking Ledley and ramming it down their throats and all that. Like, I was just like, I love it, absolutely Class. love it. And I know as well, Ledley's gonna be there and he'll be sitting there, kind of like stone faced, oh, yeah. cheering the team on. And then he he hears that and he's yeah. got a little, little little grin on him yeah, as well. Brilliant. Do you, do you think this is? I'm putting you on the spot here. How how friendly are you with Danny Dyer? Um, yeah, like, he's plays my dad, like, I work with him sort of every day. Um, can, can you hook us up, right, with a preview where me, you, I'm sure everyone else will want it, <laughs> uh, we preview the Tottenham West Ham game whenever that is? I could very well ask him. Ask him. Yeah, yeah I could very well ask do. him. That'll do. Ask him. Me, or, or if it's just like, that's a bit weird. Do know, I think him. because it'd be pro Spurs that he'd be sort of maybe a bit less likely. But yeah. look, I can always ask the question. With Danny, you can always ask the question. I'm like, look, Sam, I can't bother. But look, he, he, he <laughs> might do. He might do. The thing is, if he's proper West Ham, he won't have anything to do with it. Really. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, all right, cool. A uh, quick one. Uh, who would win a fight, Ross Kemp or Steve McFadden? Uh, Ross Kemp's fitter, isn't he? Steve McFadden. Really? Is he tough? Well, actually, no, I was... I Shit, really, man? Oh, no. I did not see that coming. That, that question was from but, Duncan underscore 19. Uh, 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 I'm a little bit muddied with the, you know, like the drinking liver situation at the moment. Uh, look, look, actually, so. you know what? I'll take it back. Ross Kemp, I didn't work with, but saw when he was back and said, he's in good shape. 
Yeah, he's but, in good but, shape. But, 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 yeah, but that came and he's from, seen some things. That, that yeah, came, yeah, yeah, he's, 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 he's tough as uh, <laughs> he's tough as shit. That geezer. But um, I, I'm interested in where that came from. You so you went to Steve McFadden straight away. Is he is he kind of generally quite a tough guy? Well, I would say tough, but sort of like you, you look at him and think like, yeah, I probably wouldn't like to argue with you. But then he's, he, mm. I said Steve McFadden straight away, but ugh, I don't know. I'd like, I'd like to see it. I mean, maybe we can make it happen. Who did he sport? I have no idea. Steve McFadden uh, has houses and shit and, and pr- business properties in Falmouth, where I, where I went to. That doesn't surprise me at all. The guy's been in Sennens a long time and yeah. seems like a very sound businessman for Mike and Gavin. He owns a club called Club International and it was a shithole, but packed. 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 There you go. Full of uh, Cornish inbreds. Um, oh, you don't have to comment on that. That's fine. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, you've got some quick fire questions. Yeah. Um, what emotion do you most associate with Spurs? Me? Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't sure you were asking me. Okay, what am I saying? All of us. I was about to say, do I say disappoint? No. Hope, hope. 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 I'm always hoping. There's always hope there. There's always something to cling on to, I think, since I've been supporting Spurs. All right. Hope. I'm going to say hope. Fair play. Pain. 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 Yeah, pain. I'm saying hope. Uh, I want to say pride at the moment. Yeah? At the moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. I'm just fucking proud. I'm proud proud to be a Tottenham fan. Every single Spurs fan this morning was bowling to work, like like Danny Dyer would be. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking up. Like like Conor McGregor. I was like Vince McMahon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely bowling. Everyone had their blue and white on, looking at each other. Yeah, yeah, that's it. The badge, having it. I just came in with just a massive grin. <laughs> like I kept fist pumping. Everyone I saw saw new like what Jed upstairs, Charlton fan, walked past him, just yes, Jed, yes. And then by the end they of the day, know, he, they know. By the end of the day, he was like, I fucking hope Tottenham lose. And he, he loves Tottenham. <laughs> yeah. I've been giving it so much today. Anyway, Kellen Braddock says, "Is Dave back on?" So last year we all agreed that, um, and about five hundred people online also agreed to get the name Dave tattooed onto their body if Spurs won the league because my dad predicted that we were going to win the league in October last year and obviously we came quite close so there was this ongoing and his name is Dave and his name is Dave Dave, yeah yeah. sorry yeah Uh, and we got a tattooist Lau Hardy who's quite famous in that he's ready for it he agreed to do them all for free if we won the league and what is it back on no, it's not back on. You oh, can't re- you can't relive these things. I you can't know. recreate them. I don't know. I still want. I still. I, might, could, I, might. I still could get to Davis to do. Should we, oh, that's good. Should yeah, we do it? Because yeah, yeah. he, he was such confidence. Everyone's like, "What? Win the league?" He's like, "Yeah!" Because he'd been watching Spurs for so long. So like, since fucking '58, I think his first game was in '61. So you know, and he said this Tottenham team is special. And that's what your we dad like. and my dad like they're very similar ages, but they're just complete polar opposites. <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, but that's football fans. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What was your dad say? Oh, like it's gonna lose every game. <laughs> like, absolutely, like he was like um, yesterday. Everyone was like, "Pochettino, boo, what are me?" And I look, looked around at him, and he looked at me. He goes, "I didn't say his name," and he just looked at me and went. Blue Army. Why? Why? What's he, what, what has he seen? Oh, like, look. Like, no, we don't want to go into it. No, that, yeah. man, he's just fucking. It's, it's one of my dad's friends, and I like him an awful lot, but sort of, he goes to pretty much almost every game home and away, but I've just never seen him sort of be positive about it. He seems, I'm like, why do you bother going? Oh, yeah. Man. After, after the first half, he's like, Kane was awful, was he? I was like, we're one and up. He's just done on the run. He's like, this is all good. Yeah. He's just strolling down. Why are you doing this to yourself? Why are you ruining it for me and for you? Exactly. Why are you doing this to you? Exactly. But why are you fucking with me as well? You're fucking with me. 
<laughs> it was like these three guys. I started a podcast before I had a couple of beers, right? I was looking across to me at these three men and the scowls. They were like one. They were almost like father, son, fucking grandfather, whatever. Yeah, yeah. The, the pained expression when they were three watching this game just... of just bile and <laughs> hatred and fucking misery. And they're watching. The, they're looking at this pitch. And out there, in my eyes, I saw fucking eleven heroes there. Yeah, 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 the worst yeah. enemy on earth, yeah. apart from us. And these lot, I don't know what they would, what were they enjoying? Like, I get it if you're losing, and some people's way of coping, the catharsis involved in cope, uh, in coping with, yeah. with with losing a game is to, to to vent, right? I get that. I understand that. That's a human nature. We're one nil up. We, no, we're two nil up. Where is this coming from, and what are you getting from it? And why do you do? Because they're all season ticket holders, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you getting from it? Why do you do this? Uh, why, it, why, why would you do something that makes you hurt inside? I mean, just like going away with his mate. I saw what Jose Mourinho said about Guardiola. He's like, Guardiola doesn't enjoy football. That's why he's bald. I mean, the, the guy, like, even when he's winning, is sort of miserable because he's so sort of. Just think why he did it to yourself. His mask Less, is slipping. Yeah, yeah, massively. Yeah, it is. Right, Less, a little bitter. Less, uh, what, what is it, 21st we go over there? Yeah. That's huge. Uh, on that day, Fighting Cock Live, uh, oh, by, my, by the time this pod comes out, all the, pod, the tickets will be gone. Yeah. It's, it's sold around 190, there's 200 available. Right. If you wanted a ticket, then you probably get another chance because we went back to the venue and we think we could fit in another number of tickets. We've got to figure out how many people are on the guest list, whatnot. But there may be some tickets if you haven't got yours already and you would really like to come and watch us fucking shit ourselves in front of because I, I we came up with the idea with this live show Rick and we thought no, that's a good idea yeah <laughs> and then a the guy Matt who's been helping us out to be safe helping us out he's sorted everything he does right? everything he's done everything Matt right it, we was like yeah that's a good idea Matt's coming along he's fixing everything he's sorting out the licensing he's sorting out the venue ticketing everything he's done it all right now we've got to fucking do something <laughs> <laughs> the, thing, the thing I love about this as well like earlier on during like in the WhatsApp group, kind of discussing it, and people were saying that they're a bit, be a bit nervous, and like, like I'm fucking wading in two feet. Like, like why, why be nervous, man? Like we do this every single week, and we'll be absolutely fine. I met Ted from across the road. I saw Ted from across the road, <laughs> and I shit myself. <laughs> What am I going to do with fucking two 250 people in the same room? But before, that's not 250 Teds. Well, well yeah. yeah. Might true. be there. Might be there. Might be one. There might be one. Shit, man. So that we're doing a face for the Fight Cut Live. It will, look, it's not going to be the most professional thing. It is going to be the, the fighting cot that you've listened to over the last five and a half years. Um, and we probably will fuck shit up. We probably will be nervous. Um, I think I'm going to have to take it's real though man that's what people of, want that's, yeah. that's, what, that's, what, that's what the people want that's what they're what, coming for they're coming for fine. a clean cut yeah. sort of yeah. Yeah. Do, you know, do you know what was really nice at the game yesterday as well um, and this isn't an arrogance thing right it was just um, I was looking around and I kept seeing the hats that Sock Council produced oh mate no, oh, the whole get, one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, mate, gone. they're gone yeah, they're gone they're all See, gone I, I saw it around Christmas time I was like I need to get one and I saw yeah. someone wear one yesterday I was like they're fucking gone aren't they I saw three yesterday and I like, had this kind of so little good. glint in my eye it's, ba- it's based on the Hummel tops right yeah, so yeah, I've yeah. got the I've got the white and, and navy Hummel tops yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so that, you won't be able to get another one of those no. ever again we can't <laughs> ever yeah, literally. Yeah, it's, it's done. I'll tell you after. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you will never. If you've got one of those hats, keep holding it uh, because they literally won't ever be coming out again, and, and for good reason. Um, uh, yeah, but it was just nice, like because you can see 
again, it's not ego, but it's kind of when you, when you kind of put your work into something and then it's kind of rewarded. But the way it's rewarded is across the field, there's a geezer with a bubble hat on and a, and a bubble. And you think that geezer yeah, listen to the pod? Probably, yeah. probably. Yeah, uh, I just thought it was good. I, I, I liked it, and and you know, it's the the the, the, gay, uh, the 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 live event on the twenty first is going to be a lot of fun, even if the show's shit. I have no idea if it's going to be shit or not. No, it's going to be great. But great. even if it is, we'll be screening the Man City Tottenham game as well. Yeah, and then we're going out on the streets of Shoreditch, and we're going to get fucked up. Yeah, man. so White Rabbit, and like I said, if you've listened to this and you want. Want to come along? Um, then we're going to be releasing probably a couple, a few more tickets, maybe thirty or forty next week. If you if you, if you want to get there, uh, www.thefightingcock.co.uk forward slash live. Oh what, Ricky? Yeah, yeah, Ricky. Anyway, uh, so another we'll go back to quick questions. Pot's 2017 team versus Harry's 2011 team. Who wins? Quickly, uh, Potts' team. Potts' team. Harry's team, maybe a couple. of World world class individuals, Modric, but better, better team, Poch. Uh, I'm going to go with Poch because I think they are more composed and measured. I'll say Poch as well. Um, is there any player you want to leave? Can't think at the time. I can't think of a time when I've been happier with a whole of our of our, of our squad. Now I, I I don't want anyone to leave. I think it's so hard when we just won five and a bounce. But I'm going to stick by what I've said previously and think that out of everyone we've got. The easiest one to upgrade would be Ericsson. But I fully appreciate that if he continues this form, like unplayable form at times, then we have everything we need to, yeah. to win the league. Sorry, what, what was the question? Up, upgrade is starting 11. Is there any player you want to leave? Is there any player you want to leave? Can't think of a time where I've been happy with our whole squad like now. Is, is there any anyone you think I don't, don't really fancy? Janssen. Yeah, that goes without saying. That don't yeah, but it's I just mean, a big but, poo up there. Yeah, <laughs> bless him. I want him to be good. Like when he came uh, on against, I'd love him to be good. When, he, ca- when he came on against Watford, I was so like, eager. Just score, please. Just score. Just score. It doesn't it's matter. There's a great article with someone in the Telegraph. I've got his name, Jonathan Liu. I think and he's saying he's like, as much as I love watching Messenger Ronaldo, there's something amazing watching a striker like Janssen trying to score. Like, there's something be- he's like, there's something beautiful in it. Like, the desperation. He's got, he's got this kind of ability, but he's kind of you committing more fouls than the other side can eat. There's something beautiful about watching him trying to score. Yeah, yeah, I completely understand that. You, you, you're, watching, you know I mean? you're watching a privileged. Like, so like Watford just like staying in the box and he's running, sort of doing sliding tackles. And and and, and, and the son had this one. I was like, just feed him. Feed him! Just get me starving! Feed him! And he just didn't, he just didn't wouldn't come to them fall for him. Oh, and then I was thinking, like, he don't even want a penalty. He doesn't want another penalty. He scored three of those. We know he can take penalties. Just feed him the ball! Oh, He's the last good striker we signed. Jermaine Defoe, why do we sell him? Anyway. Anyway, sorry. I'll Hang on, the last, the last good striker we signed. We signed. We actually bought. We actually back bought. from Portsmouth. That was it would have been Jermaine Defoe. I'm not counting Alabaior because after his loan, that was never going to be a good signing. Fucking hell, it can't be Defoe. It's Defoe. It? He's the last good striker we've, we've bought. Alabaior doesn't count. So who did we have before Kane? Soldado. Oh, God. Yeah, that was rubbish. We don't know how to buy strikers. Well, this, is, this goes into another Fuck question here. Hell, Someone's man. like, like what would our current situation <laughs> look like without the emergence of Kane? Would we have persisted more with Adebayo or Soldado? We'd be fucked! Yeah. We'd be fucked! It's so important. The striker's so important. Number nine is, 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 is crucial. We're just, I don't know. I don't want to think about it. I'm just lucky. 
I, don't, I, I think we'd be in trouble because signing a good striker is evidently quite well, we, we've proved that we can't do it so yeah. the fact we've got uh, one coming out from our uses I, I love but the fact that well. well who else Chelsea Diego Costa Chelsea. Maybe, uh, maybe Sanchez who's not really in typical number nine, typical nine I think his Costa was like he was established at Flair Madrid you know absolutely yeah. oh, exactly he was a boat so was Soldado yeah. I know, but the thing is what annoys me so much about the Soldado thing is that Costa when you looked at that like, you'll see the Premier League if, if your scout paid sort of however much money they paid you look at Soldado and think all your goals come in the box you can't hold the ball up you're not very quick why are you going to succeed in England I mean mm. it's terrible yeah but you look at Janssen now and he's like that's a key you've got a job I don't know he's, he's, he can do, <laughs> joking, the, he can do the physical thing I'm, I'm hoping if I'm, I slag yeah, him off crossed, I'm hoping if I slag him off it'll all, it'll all, it'll all turn out right I, I was just about to lead on to that because I love the fact that uh, that I, I I come on here and, and spout my drivel, yeah. and um, that I I genuinely didn't think that Kang would make it, and there was loads of other people. Oh, Everyone did, but I mean, like you know, we're recorded, yeah. So um, and the fact that I love about Kane that what I said was so wrong yeah. makes me smile. I do. <laughs> that how time, wrong I was proved. It, it's so funny that. It, it, I, like, I, like, everything about Harry Kane is. Well, he's proved. I, mean, I, I, can't, I can't put into words. He's proved that. Literally, can't put into words. He's proved everyone wrong. Oh, it's fucking insane. And I love it. I love it. That's why I love it. it. Also, it just shows hard work and improvement. When you're that, it's so crucial when you're that age. Again, what I hate Chelsea's and clubs. They pay these youngsters, Ruben Loftus cheeks on sixty grand a week. Mm. Pay these youngsters such big money. Like, where's the incentive? But like, Harry Kane at. 89-20 had the incentive to work at Tottenham like, he wasn't on big money like, he needed to prove himself that's how you become a better player under a good manager like, I'll, I'll even give Tim Sherwood a little credit there for showing some faith in him mm. that's how you improve that's yeah. you know, credit to Kane and credit how we you know, all treat our young players at the club Like none of them get paid big money it's all heavily incentivised 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 the fact that Sissoko proved me completely wrong in an embarrassing fashion again because the first few performances I was like what the fuck is this person mm. what is he right. and what's his value and obviously we've seen from a good few performances that he is a good footballer and he can damage teams. I, I just got that thought, one right. I thought, yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, I just, yeah. I remember I'm the only one. I've said, I've just a couple, couple of people. I remember when the Avengers film came out. I remember it was massive. It was huge. The Avengers film. And I remember seeing one review which was like. The best thing about the Avengers film was all these films they've made about the Hulk. They tried to find out like, the sensitive human side of the, the character. Instead, you just want to see him run through people and bash people up. And that's yeah. exactly what I see of Sissoko. Yeah. I don't want any big instructions. I don't want him to do anything complicated. I want him to run through people. I want him to knock the ball past people and beat people. That's it. Like, don't give him any complicated instruction. Just give him yeah. that and him He's the chaos. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What, what was it? He said that. I think it's Bardi. Bardi said it first about Paulinho. Or maybe another no, one. Yeah. It he, was the he best. mentioned it recently as well about he, someone else. He brings the chaos. You don't like. He, it was Paulinho. He runs and he, he runs today. and he causes. Did he? I didn't see it. Or maybe I did subconsciously. That's why I'm saying it. But he made a great point: is that some players aren't technically gifted. No. They're not the best footballers in the world, no. but they cause fucking chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sissoko, I mean, he does. He certainly does. He's done more than that in the last four or five games that he's come on he's played really well yeah. he did okay assists, last night yeah, well, got a great pass for the penalty against what, yeah. Southampton so uh, he assists with Danny Rose as well against um, yeah yeah, yeah it was yeah uh, so yeah Godspeed I love it I love it I love, love Sissoko again I, I, I can't I can't not love anything to do with Tottenham oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, right well so where are we I'm, I'm 
I'm, I'm really drunk now. I'm let's hold. Let's have. Let, can we? Can we all do this one? Which player would you like to play you in a movie? Come on, that's a good question. Does that have to look like him as well? Absolutely he's, not. He's struggling for Absolutely professional not. footballers. Right, Absolutely um, not. Absolutely not. It's which Tottenham player as well? I think. I would probably go for. Um, Come on, Danny man. Rose. Yeah, he's, he's on to go. Wait. Definitely Danny Rose, I think. Sorry, have I misled the question? What's going on? Favourite? Which player? Oh, right. Sorry, I took oh, it back. I took it back. Oh, that's a good Eric one for you. Yeah, I love him. Eric he's my favourite yeah, yeah. footballer. Who would you say? Someone said I look like Harry Winks. Yeah, you do. Oh, bit. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I quite like, and I like Harry Winks. Winksy. I think of yeah. Old 40. Is that what Wendy said they called it? Someone, I think it was the youth. That's why I listened to it on here. They said that like the youth and that was his nickname at the thing. What was it? Forty. Forty. Forty weeks. Nice. Literally didn't actually quickly on, on a thing that um, eighty eighty two uh, QPR is not happening. Oh. Uh, rail strikes. Oh. Rail strikes have fucked it basically. Oh, cheers. So uh, anyway, thanks, National Rail. It was. Southern. Southern. They are cunts. Sorry. Cunts to a man. Sorry, National. And it ain't even the, the tree drivers, it's all the others, the pricks. You know, the managers and that. The, the evil. Or maybe I'm wrong, I don't know. Someone's, someone's a prick in all of that. Um, Alright, so, uh, Dyer, Winks, and... Uh, Rose. Rose. Yeah. Solid. Solid. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Villa, don't, don't give a fuck. We're going to smash him, not going to talk about that. Uh, what would our... our I, I, I just, want, just, just quickly on Villa. Oh. Do you think... We are gonna massively make wholesale changes. Yes. Yeah, like we're playing a game. Next Trips, week. Davies, like Vorm, like the, the whole fucking shebang. Like, like literally. Yeah, I reckon then Bello might play. Sons is okay. He'll do something mental like play Kane up top <laughs> and Alderweireld, like the two most important players probably, and Dembele. He'll get around out. Uh, well, I think I think it's important that you keep your uh, like a central spine of experienced players because. We've seen this so many fucking times yeah. over the years. Um, of it, it doesn't matter what manager it is. What, they, how they, soon they, are we playing after the FA Cup game? Because you usually used to get, used yeah, to get yeah, a week, yeah. but last season it wasn't. It was like three days. Pretty sure it's no, a week. No, unless, it's, unless game comes in between. Just, I'm, I'm no, sure I, think it, I, I think it is a, uh, I think a week. It's a week. I'd, I'd, I'd do half and half. I'd try and I'd, it's like Den that plays rapping and cotton all a bit. I suppose Kane Ali. Like you've got people like Son coming into it who are, you know, they're too good for Villa. And as I said, like that Villa, this game is important to them. Like they've spent massive money. They need to get in the, prom- they need to get into the um, promotion places. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I can't see them sort of going all out. Well, even if they did, it's fucking Aston Villa. Yeah, right? yeah, they're awful. I mean, they Mate, made. Don't fucking pretty... say shit like that. I say what I want. You go. I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm actually uh, gonna do a little. They've heard that I'm, I'm with you guys on, on Sunday, Tottenham. So they've given. I'm doing a little pitch side half time. Interview at Villa, which is going to be you're doing what secondary to this experience. Well, hang on a minute, so you just what all the, all the shit we could have asked you, and you tell us this now, Ted. Well, I, just, I thought it was what's happening? What's happening? First? Basically, they they um, they found my Spurs and they were like, "Would you like to come and like do a little Facebook feed before the game?" And they'll ask me questions at halftime, mainly probably the same ones as you. What's Danny Dyer like? What's the Queen Vic like? Who's mm. your favourite player? Shit, kind of man. So, which That's is class. Yeah. So is there any? Weird. Is there any showers? After EastEnders, after he showers, he should well, communal, mean, and I'm, who goes in? Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be going in, of course, um, as Harry Winks. <laughs> 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 
have, you, have you ever seen like Adam Woodyatt's penis? I haven't seen Adam Woodyatt's penis. I don't think anyone would like to see Adam Woodyatt's penis. He's apparently a sound guy. I think, oh, I've heard as well. He's like from he lives around the Milton Keynes area. Does he? That's what I've heard. He's got a few it's, houses. It's a few. Uh, <laughs> that's a few notches off. You know, Wolford. Mate, low, low, right. Milton Keynes. It's where the soul goes to die, mate. Fuck you. <laughs> well, where the soul comes alive, like yes. Deli Ali. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah, mate. Is he from Milton Keynes? Yeah, of course he's. Yeah. Sa- That's why he's a nasty, me, nasty, <laughs> nasty individual. That's where he gets it. Full of inner bile. <laughs> all that hatred that has built up over years of living in Milton Keynes all just comes spewing out on the football pitch. Oh, I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to deny that. I'm only joking, Rick. Uh, you understand this. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, last question for before we end the Fighting Cop podcast. The Poch era is the best I've ever lived through, and we haven't even won anything yet. Do you agree? If so, do you think Spurs are making fans not just our own romanticise about the game again? The feeling of building something great captures the imagination. That's from Luke Mills. On I Facebook. love a question that is asked in about four or five parts. I think. I think. <laughs> no, honestly, I think like I can be so like as a fan, I'm so proud of what Spurs are doing at the moment. I think the pride I feel and what we feel about Spurs. Um, would not be matched by say a Man City fan or a Chelsea fan I, I really think that we could be doing something special and if we can do it if we can win a trophy if we can do something in the league so the, I'm sure that's sort of the way Leicester had it except you know theirs was built on sand I think ours is really building something to last that you know I, that's being a proud fo- football fan so yeah that's I agree um, I will never forget the experience I had under Harry Redknapp and mm. Going to Tottenham Hotspur played AC Milan at the San Siro, mm. and did, we beat AC Milan. Did the Italian job on him? Like that. That's fucking. That for me as a kid growing up watching Tottenham and seeing the shit we've gone through and stuff like that. That's like you know, that's the fables. You know, like shit like mm. that don't happen to us. Yeah, it does not happen yeah. to us. And yet we marched to fucking Italy. And we won, and start, and that that and that, that team. in that season we marched to Italy and lost and won. Yeah, lost, well, exactly. yeah we yeah. lost one. See, that's no, the, no one's ever done that before. Yeah, we lost one. I remember being at that game; it was falling down at half time. And, and was, was you there? there was, yeah, and there's yeah, people well. leaving, being like, and because it was it was getting kind of nasty, and it was and people leaving were falling down. I was with my dad and all these these people I've grown up with as kids, and and being like, Do you know what. We're never going to be in the San Siro again. Yeah. Let's stay. So we stayed and saw a gap over hat trick, and then a few months later we're back there. Yeah. Winning yeah. against ACs. Yeah. So, yeah. Brilliant. That was brilliant. That, yeah, was, that was amazing, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't like. I, I, I didn't have much time for, for Harry Redknapp. But I know that. That period uh, was, at times, incredible. Mm. Um, I mean, the, the football at the moment is, is brilliant, and, I, and I, I don't think. You know, I, I've always. Like, look, Supporting Spurs, we've always had this kind of soft underbelly. Like we haven't yeah. got a, a DM, we haven't got this, or we ever we fucking capitulate. Characters, and shit like this happens. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, the end of the last season against Newcastle, whatever. But we still finished third. Mm. Um, as high, highest, highest finish. Third best team in all of Britain. <laughs> exactly. And um, under Poch and the game like yesterday and there are other games that mental strength. I, I never thought I'd see it because I've never yeah. experienced it. But I don't also want to say that, yeah, Poch is fucking be-all and end-all because I did enjoy it under Harry and it felt so good at, at, at many stages. I was going to yeah. say the Ian be-all and end-all, but I'd say that. And it was terrible, <laughs> it was terrible, it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> I enjoyed it, I enjoyed it. I, I, I like the, the creative aspect. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> you know the thing about not won anything. Poch hasn't won anything yet. Did, would would winning anything feel as good as beating Arsenal or Chelsea? I think the feeling. I mean, beating Chelsea or Arsenal to win a trophy—that's something else. But but the feeling I felt last night, and I, it was it was somewhat tapered by the fact that. I wasn't with my family I was sitting on the other end because I had a ticket on my own Yeah, but I still enjoyed it because I had people the Spurs fans around me and there was a little salt to, to my right nice yeah she was alright uh, she wasn't forthcoming um, not that I tried anything <laughs> on wouldn't do that in a Spurs game and, and I'm I'm, ha- I'm in a happy relationship as well <laughs> more to the point but um, yeah it wasn't like being with my family and that's what for being with my family is what Tottenham is as well I mean yeah, yeah. you know I share Tottenham with lots of other people around the world but I share Tottenham with my family, and uh, winning a game against your rivals like last last season when Spurs scored, Harry Kane scored that goal against Arsenal. We scored six goals in uh, sorry uh, two goals in six minutes or whatever it was. Yeah. Cochrane got sent off. The feeling I had in that moment was better than any other feeling I've had in the history of my life, and that includes all of the women and all of the drugs, all of it, everything. Right, all of it. You Nothing got, compares to that moment. That you, was you, I've what, never you, felt so good. This as well, I, I watch that goal now, and um, when he runs and he doesn't know what to do and he rips his mask off, mm. uh, and as yeah. the, com- the commentators as well, and it's like I think it was Deli Ali who, who like kind of done a little back heel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's like, oh, Harry Kane is on the edge of the area. He's just yeah. fucking. Yeah. So honestly, I, man, shit like that. My brother Adam. My brother Adam. You know Adam, right? He's quite reserved. He yeah. doesn't really get excited. He doesn't really get involved in the singing. He watches the game. When we scored that goal, I looked down and he was on the floor. And I've never seen jubilation like that in another man's face, let alone someone who doesn't really express any emotion. <laughs> It was just pure and utter joy. And the thing is, is football is it's not tangible. It's real in the sense that you can watch it, right? But your love and what makes you feel that way about that goal is intangible. So you're watching Tottenham. Mm. Tottenham, yeah. the idea, the concept of Tottenham is intangible. It isn't real, right? That goal meant something to us because of the emotion we have in our football club. Yeah. That's what was special about it. And that's, that's, that's why... When that happens, when you've got the, the enemy, the evil, mm-hmm. inside the stadium at the same time, Arsenal fans are all, all, all there, you're playing against Arsenal, and then your hero, your local hero, yeah, Harry Kane, does that. does that. And only the 36,000 people really in the stadium, oh, 35,000 people, it could experience that at that moment, because it's different from when you're there and when you're watching it from abroad or yeah. when you're watching yeah, it on yeah, telly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was essentially 35,000 people who got to experience that and luckily I was one of them. What a fucking day. I don't know, we haven't gone off topic a little bit. What was the original question? Um, Who knows anymore? (laughs) Don't know, but we thank Luke Mills for it. Uh, This has been the Fighting Cop Podcast. Ted, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me, boys. Had an amazing time. You can come back if you want. I'd love to come back. Should we make make Ted a part of the Fighting Cop? It'd be a a dream come true for me and my family. (laughs) (laughs) Does your family listen as well? My brother brother Tom, he's he's listening. He'll be listening now. He he put me on to you guys. Did he really? He said he'd be like... When I told him I was, go- I was going on, I mean, I've done, I've done an okay little career. And it was he, he put his hand on my shoulder and been like, "You've made it." <laughs> I'm really proud of you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, I'll bring your brother down next time. Oh, I'll oh, die well, make his day. Oh, no, he loves it. As is, well. that, is, that, is that not weird to hear, Rick? 
Because we're just fucking two dickheads no, in the internet real, forum. Let's, let's be honest. It's real though. It's real. That, 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 uh, sadly, that is true though. We did meet on the internet and then I moved to. Now look at you. Now look at you. Best friends. Well, oh, yeah, exactly. Hats or, going out of. Be, not hats going out of fashion, hats going out of bloody so sale. You could be a best friend. We could be a best friend. We could be a triumvirate. No. It would never happen. I won't allow quite defensive. Kane, Ali Ericsson, because I'm a big Ericsson fan. Oh, okay. We'll let you be the Ericsson. Fits in and out. Jamie, like disappointing. All right, so uh, that that has been the Fighting Cop podcast. Thank you for downloading once again. Remember, if um, you want Danny Rose jumpers, there, there isn't any. And if you want to come to the Fighting Cop live show, you can't because they're too popular. <laughs> uh, if you want hats, you can't because I can't tell you why. But <laughs> I can't get hats either. But there is other shit we're putting together that we can sell, uh, which helps us fund the Fighting Cop uh, again. Uh, it's been a pleasure to do this uh, once again. I'm feeling really, really drunk. Yes. Bye. Uh, actually, uh, before before oh. the end, sorry, uh, Wendy uh, did a youth update podcast today at Audio Boom Studios. Uh, Fight Cox on Audio Boom. Um, so go and listen to that. That'll be out on Sunday. Sweet. Boom. Pleasure. <laughs>
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.